Uh, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadris Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life, empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. And if you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and take us up on our monthly Keeping It Real Health Challenge. Remember, the thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's get into this week's show. Listen up, guys. Some may have found our podcast and listened to it for the pure motivation by itself. And for that, we thank you. I just want to let everyone know that now more than ever, I personally want to help as many people as I can reach their precious health goals. So I invite you to share your goals with me by filling out the contact us form in the show notes. Maybe you are a local person in South Jersey aspiring to run your first 5K. You can join our local community by signing up to the Run a 5K program. Maybe you are an experienced runner looking to improve on your mile times or have accountability in order to reach your next goal race. You would join our online accountability program in which you can cancel at any time. And finally, maybe you are looking for a good weight loss support system and would like to include walking into your daily activities. You would join our Keeping It Real Health Challenge. When you fill out the Contact Us form, I will personally reach out to you and set up a time to go over your precious goals. Please help us spread the word about the Coach Tadris and the Run to the Best You program with someone you love. Enjoy the show. Ah, welcome to another week of the show, episode 94. Man, we're getting close to episode 100. Woo! In this week's podcast, we will discuss Whole30, whole food diets, and the secret to sticking to them. You guys want to stick around for the whole show too, because at the end, we got some celebrations that we want to get into. All right? But first, how was your week? What were some things that went well for you last week? Some celebrations that you might want to share. Has any of the tips from our previous podcast enhanced your life at all? We would like to hear some of your successes. So feel free to connect with me, Tadrees Parker, on Facebook and message me. Or submit your questions or comments to coachtadrees at gmail.com. Speaking of questions, I would love to get some questions from the audience that I can answer on future episodes. When we first started the podcast, I definitely uh, was looking for those and I enjoy those and we haven't had any for a while. So I just want to make sure you guys remember that. Let's not just gloss over that. You have any questions, we would love to include them on a future show. Um, If you have any celebrations that you would like to share, uh, we will celebrate you on a future show as well. 
If you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, please rate and leave a review. Your reviews may be the difference in helping us get found and saving someone's life with the stories that we bring on. Uh, our, our life-saving stories, you know, Carl Tate losing 100 pounds, um, Angelina Hawk finding that story and deciding to take up running for herself, you know. So please don't underestimate the power that you have of helping out. If you'd like to make a contribution to our show, you can head over to the show notes and you can help our show continue by contributing as low as a dollar or whatever you would like to contribute to uh, our cause of fighting obesity and helping get this content out. We created a donation button on our website and we would definitely uh, appreciate that. And if you really want to help be a part of our story and build your own success story, Join our exclusive online accountability group where you will get access to our weekly health connection calls with coach and friends where members from around the world can plug in and ask questions, get nutritional support and meet others with the same goals. We have a monthly keeping it real health challenge where you can have a chance to win some cool prizes. At this time, we'd like to thank our sponsor, the Strides app. Track all your goals and health habits in one flexible app. With Strides, you can track anything, good or bad habits, and smart goals with reminders to hold you accountable and charts to keep you motivated. Recommended in the New York Times, Strides have been called the most comprehensive, user-friendly, beautifully designed goal tracking app available. Imagine having all of your most important habits, routines, and goals together in one simple to-do list. Now you can. Hit your running stride with the Strides app today. Now. I am coming off that 4x4x48 a few weeks ago, um, my anniversary week. It felt like I went on vacation and, and gained like 9 pounds, right? And so it is no doubt on March 15th, I started another round of Whole30 for myself, and I'm using the Strides app to keep checking off, you know? So I'm using the Strides app right now to make sure I stay on top of my spiritual readings in the morning. Make sure that I'm hitting my, you know, what day I am I on for the whole 30 process. And I have another one too. Oh, doing yoga three times a week. So you can have limitless, like limitless reminders using the strides app. Um, but I wanted to narrow things down, stick to just three, the four goals that I want to make sure my three to four most important goals that I want to achieve. So I actually have the reminders for the uh, spiritual daily thing that I would like to accomplish. And I have a reminder for the whole 30. So it was interesting last night that I got a reminder that, you know, I didn't do my spiritual reading in the morning. So before I went to bed, I had got that reminder and it was cool because I was able to stay on top of my streak. I'm all about the streaks, guys. I love streaks because it's the habits, creating habits, building healthy habits. And as we talk about building healthy habits, let's go ahead and get into how to eat. And, and because that when, when we look in the mirror, what we are today is a accumulation of either our good habits or our bad habits, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and so, once again, 
I was in the habit of eating some bad foods in one week and it just things got out of control real quick. But I was able to fix that, you know, in a couple of days. And I'm not saying that this is a quick fix thing for most people. But obviously, if I allow myself to balloon up to a certain weight, um, that's not typical for me. It, it was things that I just included and I kind of held on to water due to it. Right. And so the first couple of days when you lose weight, it's a lot of fluids. So I ballooned up nine pounds and in two days I was able to get five pounds back off because I tightened up my eating. I was taking in more more fluids. I also increased my fasting window. So my fasting window, um, I typically fast for 20 hours and I just finished listening to, uh, a book on one meal a day. Not that I'm encouraging anyone with an eating disorder to take up a one meal a day process. Not that I'm encouraging anyone new to fasting to take up a one meal a day process. As I said, I've been fasting for 20 hours consistently for probably almost a year. Now, when I say 20 hours consistently, uh, I'm talking about I can hit four out of four out of five days. I'm sorry, maybe four out of seven days, 20 hours. So some days I hit 18 hours, some days 16. But, you know, typically I'm, I'm hitting that 20 hour mark. And so if I can do one meal a day, then I can eat one solid meal. Everybody has their opinion on the one meal a day, whether it's whether it's okay, you fast for 20 hours, you have some snacks and you have one meal in that four hour window. Some people are a little more strict when it comes to that one meal a day. There is no snacking involved. You just eat in a one hour eating window. So I played around with that a couple of times this this week to get things started. And uh, I found that on, on my running days, I needed a two hour eating window. And on my non-running days, I actually hit the 23 hours and was satisfied in that one hour. Now, once again, guys, my, my food, my plate was, was, uh, wasn't overbearing, but I made sure I had a lot of nutrition on that plate. So let's get into this Whole30 slash Whole Foods type of eating and how you can absolutely uh, stick with it past the 30 days and into the rest of your life, right? If you want to lose weight and have results that last, you have to commit to a whole food eating regimen. Get rid of the snacking. Eat real food, no diet shakes or chemical-filled supplements for the long haul. You want to have this whole food mentality. Now, I've talked about this in the past, but this is for uh, our new members and also just reminders for even our current uh, members that follow our program. The Whole30 diet is an elimination diet which limits you to eating whole foods for a month and completely eliminate six food groups known to cause inflammation. Sugar, dairy, soy, legumes, grains, and alcohol. After the 30 days, you can start reintroducing these foods one at a time. Space by a few days in between to give your body a chance to respond to the dairy. 
or the grains, whichever one you choose to bring back into your ecosystem first. It may take a few days or a day or two before uh, symptoms or um, reactions starts to happen. So if you actually like at the end of 30 days on day 31, you, you reintroduce pizza, you know what I mean? You And then you got bloating, you, you, you kind of got some phlegm in your throat. You don't know if it was the pizza crust, the grains from the crust. You don't know if it was the sugar that was added to the sauce or the dairy with the cheese, right? So... You know, this allows you to figure out which specific foods are making you bloated and causing you weight gain. So, you know, to avoid it or uh, have that food um, less frequently. OK, so our keeping a real health challenge is is based on the whole 30 system. Right. Because I want you to experience what it's like. Right. And, and see how good you can feel. People don't know how, you know, they don't know what it feels like to be uh, healthy and, and feel good. You know, for the longest time, I thought that phlegm after I ate was a normal thing. I thought, you know, that's just how my body rolls. But I see that when I stick to a more whole food, um, you know, way of eating, I don't experience that phlegm. I don't, I'm not <laughs> spitting up. You know what I mean? Um, did you know that? There's times when I have chicken wings and I'm not even talking about breaded with um, blue cheese. If I have fried buffalo wings with blue cheese and French fries on top of it, that that phlegm is coming right up within a half hour of me eating that. But I noticed that there's times when I can get I can experience phlegm just from eating chicken wings plain baked. Now, I'm not sure if it's the skin. I'm not sure what it is, but my body has a reaction to uh, actually I had chicken wings the other day and I did not experience that. But I I have noticed that from time to time, if I had chicken wings for some reason, I would get the phlegm, even if it wasn't fried. So once again, understanding how your body responds to certain foods, it will go a long way in helping you get results. Now, the thing that you don't want to do is is uh, cheat in the process of that elimination process because it was it will hinder your ability to narrow down the, the, the source of your weight retention. So once you've gone through the whole 30 process, you will know how to shop, cook and eat better. You can adopt a whole foods lifestyle that keeps you happy and healthy. Right. Eating whole foods. You can actually like, you know, see what agrees with you and what doesn't. That way you can get into the best shape of your life. All right. So once again, when it comes to picking something that you're going to be able to stick with for the rest of your life, I do recommend starting off with the, the Whole30 diet, right? And there are a handful of whole food diets that I recommend after you come off of Whole30 so that you can stick with this for the rest of your life because they all have something similar in common. Here it is. Here's the five whole food diets that I can really wrap my arms around. Number one, Whole30. Number two is paleo. It's the closest thing to Whole30. Once you come off Whole30, and uh, you really, really felt good and you're not in a rush 
to get back into grains and anything like that, then the, the paleo diet is very similar. The only one, some of the differences are you are allowed to have um, a little bit of alcohol with paleo because you can have wine and you can have tequila because that's not made from a grain. So you can get like blue agave tequila. You can have maple syrup and honey. Those are natural sweeteners. You can have stevia on paleo, right? Natural sweeteners, no artificial sweeteners and avoid other sugars like uh, white sugar and things like that. So paleo is very similar to Whole30 full time. Then you have the keto. I never consider myself, I never look for, I never consider myself on a keto diet because I eat potatoes. I eat vegetables, right? I mean, I eat fruits and things like that as well when I'm on top of my game, right? I limit the pro any processed cakes and sweeteners stuff when I'm on my Whole30 journey. Um, I do not touch those things, obviously, because, you know, you will be cheating if you did. So, um, but keto and intermittent fasting together, you're going to get results like this. You're going to get results like this. Well, some things that I worry about when, when people do some of these diets, they tend to overdo certain things. So I do worry about a person on a ketogenic diet um, feeling as though that they can have all the cheese in the world and they're not going to be affected by it. Make sure that we study up on these different uh, diets that we're talking about to make sure that you're doing it right. There's people that are vegan or vegetarians and they are overdoing processed foods just because it has on the package gluten-free, but they're putting all kinds of sugar and chemicals in there. So some, some industries are taking advantage of, you know, the consumer by selling these products. Hey, this is, this is keto, but be careful because you don't want to overdo certain food groups either, right? They, they say too much of a good thing could be bad, right? So just be careful, guys. Make sure you do your homework, your research, all right? But the one thing about keto is that they are increasing your fat, increasing your protein, and limiting the carbs. And so, therefore, you're going to get some results. Combine that with intermittent fasting. If you're doing it for weight loss, 16-8 is perfect. I'll get into that a little bit more um, as we go over this information as well. But um, another, another diet that I have had the privilege of uh, investigating was that Mediterranean diet. Um, they recommend whole foods as well. And then the carnivore diet. So, you know, obviously that's more meat based protein, good quality protein and, uh, whole foods, right? Whole food sources staying away from that overly processed stuff that you get, you know, in the stores and things like that today. So, I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, we're going to go over happy mood and healthy meals on Whole30. Create an atmosphere for your mealtime. Let's, let's go over that, some things that I learned from another podcast. Um, let's take a break. I'll be right back. Do you own a business and are looking for a creative way to bring in new customers? Sponsor our podcast and you can have this spot right here. A 30 to 40 second commercial every episode, three months 
for only $90. With most of our listeners right here in Atlantic County, this would be a great opportunity to bring in new people into your business. If interested, email us at coachtodrees at gmail.com today. All right, guys, welcome back. So recently, I digested this whole podcast on Audible called Gutful. And it was by Dr. Kate McMillan. And she was explaining how eating, you know, whole food groups and not eliminating, you know, I know we're talking about the whole 30 and doing an elimination process, but her whole philosophy was to eat healthy whole foods that's going to help clean out your gut, help clean out your system and have an array of different uh, variety in your nutrition. And so, yes, that may fly against the face of some things that we may have been um, taught about grains or the devil or the enemy. Okay, she was making some good points in this podcast as far as um, eating grains in its whole form opposed to the ultra-processed grains that we tend to grab in America, in the United States with these like cheaply made ultra process that is addictive and allowing you to just hold on to weight like crazy. So she had brought out um, how the Mediterranean diet works extremely well in countries like Spain, Morocco, and Greece. Um, Not only is the Mediterranean diet a whole food Uh, lifestyle that avoids inflammation causing foods but there's valuable culture elements factoring in overall health and contentment because they really place a high value on preparing their meals at home sitting down with the family and uh, so Dr. Kate McMillan is a famous nutritionist based in Australia and she believes that we have better success with healthy eating when we are cooking, enjoying our meals at the table with our loved ones. At your table, if stress levels are low and you're eating slowly and enjoying your food, you'll be content and will be less likely to overindulge. So given priority and set a positive mood for your most important meal, this will do wonders in lifting your mood and creating the right mindset for healthy eating. And it will benefit the whole family. Compare that philosophy to um, the convenience of uh, fast food today. Uh, Families eating in the car. um, (laughs) Wawa's and different 7-Elevens, these different convenience stores where you just grab a prepackaged food and feel bloated afterwards and feel uh, your family didn't spend any time together. And so we actually went over this on our health connection calls that I invite you guys to come check out, right? This health connection call where members um, can sit in on, we, we, we have a health topic and I decided to play a clip from this podcast. And to my surprise, our writer for our podcast, for our blog, Rhapsody, actually was on that call and she did an internship in Spain 
and was able to see families eating together at late at night too, 11 p.m. But they were healthy, you know. They the the podcast and what I was going over on that health connection call was talking about how they on the Mediterranean diet they do allow themselves grains and chickpeas and um, they allow themselves a, a slither of dessert. They don't overindulge, but they will have dessert maybe twice a week. Their portion controls is in the control. So as I was playing that and as I was like nodding my head in agreement, I opened it up to the room to for any uh, comments or discussions or how they how the members felt about this. And Rhapsody raised her hand, unmuted herself. And was like, I did an internship and I noticed that families in Spain, they all ate together. Everyone was laughing. They had wine, um, allowed themselves wine on the diet. They had the bread, healthier grain bread than what we may buy, Wonder Bread, different things like that. And um, they were eating at 11 o'clock at night, but they weren't overweight. Okay. Maybe 11 o'clock was a little late. Maybe they ate around 10. I can't remember, but... She said, now compare that to when I came back and was in New York City, grab pizza, you know, you know, just eating on the run constantly. The stress levels that is associated with city living and such like that. It was great to have her on the call. So she was uh, amazing with her real life experience, you know, not just what we hear heard on the podcast, which was amazing. Um so thank you, Rhapsody, for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your experience and continue to do a great job with writing our uh, blogs as well. If you guys would like to see some of the pictures associated with our blogs, you can check out, go to our website and check out this week's plot blog. As a matter of fact, I left a link in the show notes too, guys. So another thing that we want to be careful of is emotional eating, right? And so when you're stressed, you are to consume more calories. And for an example, if you are a sports watcher, you know, ladies out there, maybe you may not be into sports as much as your husband, but take a look at how he eats when his team is losing compared to when they're when they're winning, right? And just think about what we eat while watching something in particular. Go to the movies. Remember when we could go to the movies, you know, before COVID-19? And you buy that large popcorn or you buy that small, but quickly realize that the small popcorn wasn't enough because the music in the the show, in the movie that you're watching, the intensity causes you to just want to crunch and crunch and crunch. You need to do something while this drama is happening. And it's just like, oh my gosh, we need to get a refill of this popcorn, right? The drama is causing me to crunch some more. And now your sweet tooth is going too. So you got the popcorn and you got the, the raisinets going and you're just mindlessly going through this food sources. And uh, But take that same bag of popcorn and go sit out at the park and watch people walk by. You might not even, you might ha- you might not even eat a handful of popcorn because that is not as interesting and stressful as that movie or emotional as that movie. So... When we talk about sticking with something, you know, just in conclusion, as I wrap this up and we're going to go into the week that was for us and give out some celebrations, um, you know, get yourself to keep things fresh, get yourself uh, uh, the Whole30 cookbook, fast and easy, make meals in 30 minutes. If you are interested in checking out the Mediterranean diet, 
you know, get a cookbook, something that's going to keep you rotating, you know, have a, a variety in your diet. Like I may talk about the whole 30, but w- even Melissa Hartwig the, knows that you're not going to, to, to do that for the rest of your life. So what is the, what's the plan after whole 30? All right. See what food groups agree with you. See what doesn't. And what Dr. Kate McMillan had said was just because you feel bloating from the legumes, for example, maybe it's because you had too many. So eating a handful of the legumes, a couple of spoonfuls, may start to readjust your your gut health, right? So because we know that it is good for our gut, however, too much, what did I say earlier? Too much of a good thing can be detrimental, So perhaps we talked about, you know, dairy may be a very, very strong issue for you. But have you tried getting a higher quality, more, you know, you know, if you go to ShopRite or your local convenience store or whatever, and you grab a gallon of milk, it has all sugar added to it and all this stuff. What if you got got dairy from a, 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 a farm, a local farm source, uh, A2 dairy? right? A2 milk may have less of an impact on your stomach than just regular milk off the shelf. What about uh, goat's milk? You know, she talked about goat's milk and goat cheese, okay, as having a less impact on people's guts. So that's a whole nother, once again, that that podcast is called uh, Gutful and it's on Audible. And that's very, very interesting. If you are that 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 uh, student of the game, you want to listen to that. A lot of great information in that podcast. And then once again, guys, what does this have to do with running? Well, guys, if you are in the right mental space, then you will have room in your life for exercise. You will have room for your life to go for walks daily. Take up running three days a week, and you'll be in the best. You'll start to uh, have that process of becoming the best version of yourselves. Okay, and so I'm going to share some stories of the week that was with us from some great individuals that uh, has gotten some crazy results. Oh, before I even do that, I just want to remind you too that you can add that intermittent fasting along with along with whichever program you choose to roll with all right stop eating after dinner allow yourself 13 hours so if you stop eating at 6 open your window at 7 a.m. that's a 13 hour fast you slept for most of that okay we talked about before drinking hot water so if you're if you're uh stop eating at 6 p.m. and you start to get hungry because you know you've been up watching tv or something and you're used to munching on something you know have a cup of uh, decaf decaffeinated coffee black no cream no sugar those types of things will break your fast cream and sugar um have some tea you know try to avoid the teas that have all these different um lemon peel and flavors because that will actually break your fast as well drink black tea green tea, black coffee, or just a p- cup of plain hot water. Believe it or not, 
especially you don't want caffeine at night. And sometimes even decaf may have a little bit of caffeine in it. You know, it's not as strong as the caffeinated coffee. So, you know, we want to make sure that you're getting the best result. Take advantage of a full clean fast. All right. And we talked about hot water is actually uh, pretty soothing, pretty comforting. It keeps you full and it will take your mind off of uh, eating and then go to sleep. You don't you don't slept, you know, eight hours. Most of that fast the time is, is good. And then then exercise in a fasted state to really target that belly fat. We, we're giving you some nuggets right now that you're going to be able to use and get yourself in the best shape of your life, right? But what's easy to do is also easy not to do. That's why we have our accountability program to kind of help you stay focused, right? Plug in, plug in, plug in. Um, now, once again, if you're trying to lose 30, 40 pounds, you want to start to add an hour per week to your fast. So you might start off with 13 hour fast, but you want to get to that 16, eight spot. You don't have to do that right away. Shout out to Heather Martin, local member walking crazy. Uh, she was on my tail last, last month with the hundred mile challenge. I'm going to give a shout out to her right now because she's already in that zone where she's like, you know, doing the 20 hour fast. She's super serious. She has her goals in mind. And she's doing it healthy. She's been working her way up. and But she's taken to things quickly. She's a quick learner. Uh, I really love her her fire, her passion. To Because, guys, no matter what we're doing, you're not just running to run. There's something behind the reason why you're running. Maybe back in the day, just like uh, Callie Luke that was on the podcast two weeks ago, someone told her some negative things. Why are you even out here? The co- you know, she was in high school 10 years ago. And the coach, you know, the, a person came up to her, you, you know, you're, you're too heavy. You're not even trying to run. You're, you're an embarrassment. Said some negative things to her. And she took that negativity and said, you know what? I'm going to show myself that I can run. I'm going to start to do this. And she started eating better, started, you know, started running. And 10 years later, she just now finished, she just uh, completed her first half marathon. You know what I mean? So you're running for a reason. There's a reason why you have taken up running. And so you want to be able to get the best out of it. You know, right now, guys, Atlantic City Marathon Series in New Jersey is is going to be live this year. And, you know, I may be running. I want to eat right. I want to sleep right. I want to rest. I want to do all these things so that I can perform my best on April 25th for that Atlantic City Marathon. But that's not why I run. You know, now I have a bigger purpose for running. It's not just for my family either. It's for all the people that I can inspire through this podcast, through my local community, helping see Marie Geary uh, do a streak of, you know, over a year of walking at least a mile a day. And she's even beyond that with doing three miles a day and who she's been able to inspire like Heather Martin, like who we're going to talk about in the next segment when I go over the week that was. So intermittent fasting, along with picking whole food, keeping it real type of philosophies will help you become the best version of yourself. I'll be right back. Now let's get into the week that was. (laughs) Woo! Yeah, baby. Some celebrations, man. This is what I'm talking about right here, everybody. Yo, 
Let me start off with a celebration Katie airs as I'm recording this. Day 79 of her streak. Her hashtag coach to Dree streak of walking or running at least a mile a day. And who have she been inspired by? She was inspired by seeing her mom get out there and continue to get it. Marie Geary. That goes on. Let me let me transition to Marie Geary. I got a chance to see her on Thursday. It was a very rainy day. We met out there. It wasn't raining during the start of our workout. And at the end, it started pouring down on us. But you know what? It felt good. We got it in anyway. And she had on the back of her Jeep, guys. She had, she just purchased a Jeep. It was, you know, on our health connection calls. We were talking about vision boards. And she put this on her vision board. And guess what? She That vision manifested itself. She did the work. She started gravitating to the goal. Purchased the Jeep, and on the back of the wheel cover, guess what she just got engraved on there? Her daughter did it uh, because her daughter does some printing on shirts and stuff like that. I didn't know that she can do something like a tire cover, and it says, my vision. So it's beautiful, guys. Nice, beautiful, bright blue Jeep, and on the back of that wheel cover, in the same color blue, my vision. And you know what happened? That touched my heart because that was my vision for her, and everything just worked out. Yo, next up, we got Joanna Robbins participated in another 5K with her daughter, Abby. Yo, Addy, yo, check it out. The lucky run. They conquered it over the weekend. I'm so proud of Joanna. She cannot meet with us in person, but we continue to help her online and continue to keep her focused with her nutrition. And I'm just proud to see parents getting out there with their kids doing these 5Ks. Joanna, love you. Shout out to you. Next up, we got Chris Ballard, y'all. Y'all y'all know the story. Y'all know number one, the number one girl out here, Chris Ballard, who's been, who's been motivating and setting people setting people straight just along with me. You know what I'm saying? So without Chris Ballard, where would I be, you know? When we first started this program, we had the core four. But the core four, uh, you know, life happens. They moved on, different things like that. But you know who's been with me for the, for the longest time? That's my girl, Chris Ballard. You know what? She wanted to switch some things up. So, uh... You know our other girl, Jamie. Jamie introduced some uh, low carbon for a little bit. You know, t- taking up like keto for a week or two. And then then adding in some carbs maybe once a week. Chris Bow said, you know what? I need to switch some things up. In her first week of doing that, she dropped five pounds. All right. We already know she's out here at every training, killing it. She's even doing her weekend runs, getting with Katie Ayers, and they're doing their weekend runs together. And and I found out on Thursday, she's also being consistent with the 16-8 fasting, guys. So great job. Guys, from time to time, you got to switch some things up. Even Jamie Burke, right? You You might be stuck for a while. Continue to research, continue to, to see how you can switch some things up. So shout out to both of those ladies, Jamie and Chris Ballard. And then we got Andrea Ali celebrating losing 11 pounds this month. She shared that with us. I may have shared that last week, but I got I to gotta give her a shout out again. Um, Andrea is absolutely killing it. She's coming out. She's a new member in her 50s. And this woman is sprinting down the track like I never seen. All right. Now, on Tuesday, I had said I never saw it, but I don't I don't want to forget about our girl, Lisa Keating, 
who's also in her 50s. I forget about some of our members that are in their 50s, guys. They are in their 50s doing sprints. Like, who does that? You know what I'm saying? I'm so excited for Andrea dropping 11 pounds. Her engine, her motor is so on fire right now. She is on fire. And let me tell you something. She actually beat me in my Nike Run Club Challenge where it, we were going for 100 miles Andrea reached 100 miles in 16 days, and that's with me. I did it in, in 17 days, but I did 48 miles in two days, right? Because I did that 4x4x48. Four by four by this woman absolutely crushed it in 16 days, ended up beating me by a day. Like, come on. That's what I'm talking about, Andrea. Why are you running right now? Why are you doing this? This is why we're saying, this is what we're saying. She's she's running for her overall health. She want to be there for her children. She got some amazing sons. Listen, good job, Andrea. Appreciate you. But my last shout out goes to Jen Burke, who is really on fire right now. This girl is kicking an ice cream addiction that she's had for years. She's been ice cream free since January. All right. She's on a walk a mile a day streak since October. And the most impressive thing is that her runs have been improving dramatically. This girl, this woman has been stuck on 13 plus minute miles for years. But she is unlocking her true potential. This past Tuesday, Jennifer Burke, mother of two sons, knocked out an, an 11.36 broken mile. I am so proud of this amazing woman, guys. So, so proud of Jennifer Burke. Because the mental game is, is one of the hardest things to overcome. And you could see other people flourishing and, and getting results and getting shout outs. And you're like, man, you know, one, one day I'll get there. But some, some people quit before they ever get there. Not Jennifer Burke. She keeps coming, keeps tying up her shoes, keep di getting different shoes. When one shoe, one pair of shoes starts to 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 fail her, and and her legs start bothering her, you know what she does? She makes these adjustments. She's like, maybe I need some new shoes. Yeah, you need some new shoes. Go ahead, get your new shoes. Maybe maybe I need to give up ice cream. Oh, word word word. Clap it up to you. Give up some ice cream. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? She could have she could have returned to ice cream after January. See, that's what people do. They start New Year's resolutions and they give up on them after three weeks, after two weeks. You know what I'm saying? People give up uh, a certain food group for, for their religion for, for 30 days and then they go right back to it. There is something with Jen right now because it's been three months and she hasn't returned to ice cream. That's sugar. And you know who else? You know, she saw Marie Geary give up candy. So Marie Geary, in our accountability group, in our accountability program, you, you get included in our, in our Facebook group, and she sees Marie Geary posting how many days in a row she's been on a walking streak of one mile. But Marie Geary, she goes to the next level. She puts how many days she's been on a one-mile streak, how many days she's been on a three-mile streak, how many days she hit 10,000 uh, steps, and how many days she's been candy-free because that was her addiction. You know, I can even learn something from these ladies. Like, I, I, I just need to stay away from chips. Now, now I'm good, guys. Listen, I'm coach. You know, I have my moments where I will, uh, you know, eat just like anyone else. And then I go back to, you know, being strict or whatever like that. 
So I am definitely, I don't eat Doritos. I don't eat uh, barbecue potato chips. That was my favorite, you know what I mean? But I found these avocado oil chips that, that I enjoy, okay? And I dip them in like um, avocado spread, <laughs> right? Uh, some guacamole. That's what it is, guacamole, right? At Starbucks, I get avocado spread. And I'll eat these avocado oil chips, okay? They are as keeping it real as a chip can possibly possibly be. It's uh potatoes sea salt and avocado oil that's it but you know what i still don't think they agree with me because it's that chip it's that crunch right and it's addictive and then you can almost eat you can not almost you can eat the whole bag all right so i'm just giving these these people these amazing individuals some shout outs and one thing else guys about jennifer burke is that her youngest son is out there killing it. Her youngest son is out there killing it. And I am so proud of, of uh, him. You know, I'm so proud of him. Reed Burke. Because he is, uh, he, he, he's this young kid. And he is given so much effort. You can tell how much effort he's given because he has long hair and it's just flowing as the wind is, as he's creating his own wind as he's ripping and running down this track. He's doing the same workout that mom's doing. Mom decided, you know, because we practice the run, walk, run and on speed days on Tuesdays, I encourage the members don't, don't take a walk break. Just run a quarter mile as hard as, or as, as fast as as fluent as you can. And then you take that 30 second walk break. We're going to help break your mile times down by doing this. And so this is what we're going to do. And Jen, I say, you know, then there is the option to use your run walk intervals even during those quarter mile repeats. And so for the first time, as I was explaining it to Andrea, these are the two options. I encourage you to run it nonstop. Jen says, I, you know, I never ran it nonstop. No. All right, let's see what you got. Let's see if you could do that today. And she took the challenge and she absolutely got a, per, a really, really good time. And we're going to put that together for her, her uh, fastest mile time to date. Once again, I'm telling you guys, she started off at like 14 minutes, maybe 15 minutes a couple of years ago when she first started, 15 minutes for the mile. Then she improved and started being like 1330 somewhere around there so her goal has been for over a year to get into the 11 minute range and she touched that on tuesday so i'm excited for her i'm excited for her son i told um them both in front of the whole group on tuesday that your son is a reflection of you he wouldn't be out here running like he's running right now if it wasn't for your example and guys with that i thank you so much for listening to this week's episode please uh, do me a favor. If, if this touched you, if you know of anyone that it can help, please like share the link with them, have them listen to it, you know, take a look at our website and see how we can actually help you go to the show notes and fill out that contact us form. We would love to help you get on the road to being the best version of yourself. Remember guys, we're just one run or walk away from a good day, a good week, a good life. So keep calm and run to the best you, my friends. I'll talk to you next week.